throughout Britain, men and women are foregoing the 9 to 5 jobs introduced during the Industrial Age as they embrace new technologies within the digital revolution. And these two chaps are here to help. Welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the show about mindfulness and entrepreneurship in the digital economy. With your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. It's sunny outside. Jem's tempting me with beer. Well, Wayne said, should we go for a coffee? I've looked outside, I saw the sun, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm feeling like an ice cold, like, pear cider or something like that. Oh, pear cider. See, I don't like beer, but you said pear cider and that. Well, we're, not, right we're, not condo- we're not condoning drinking, but... Do you know what? Mixed fruit copperberg. Oh. Oh. A bit sugary on the teeth, but... Oh. <laughs> I, do, I, I don't get any commission from copperberg, just so you know. Yeah. But I could kill for a mystery <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, for now, we have a podcast to do. Mm, yes, be- before that, though, have you ever tried St. Helia's Blueberry Cider? No. I don't even know if you can get it anymore, but you remember Blue Panda Pops? Yeah. It tastes just like that. But just like that, but it's alcoholic. So you don't even realise <laughs> you're getting drunk until you stand up later on to get another, and then you go, whoa! <laughs> until you need a Panda Pop to flavour up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, that's not what we're talking about today. We are not talking about alcohol. No, we are not. Although we can do an episode if there is demand. <laughs> an episode about alcohol? No, we'll just get wasted on there. Anyway. Anyway, get on with it. Come on, people are waiting. (laughs) So today we are talking about pyramid schemes. We are. We are. But before we go into it... Oh, we'll be very official. We're going to be very, very careful and give you the following disclaimer. So here goes. The comments that you're about to hear are not intended to influence your decision and you should rely on your own research when deciding whether or not to pursue quote-unquote, pyramid schemes. Yep, so there it is. We've actually been a little bit official with what we're saying, only because we saw it on a video where someone was talking about this stuff, so we thought we probably should do that. We'll probably cover our asses. So, so That's yeah. been said now, so now we can say whatever we want. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. So, Wayne, why did this topic come up for you? Because I know this is something that you wanted to talk about. So, I've been harping on about this for a really long time, having kind of gone through, or sorry, continuing to go through the personal development journey that is entrepreneurship. Um, And seeing a lot of people also do the same. In fact, to a degree, now all of my siblings are sidepreneurs. Cool. In some way, shape or form, which is lovely to see. And I'm actually seeing more and more people start at their own little ventures on the side, which is wonderful. But what I've also been seeing a lot of recently, and it's been getting right on my wick. Do you know what? I think it's like in the air at the moment, though. It seems like everybody's mm-hmm. special. And then you've got it on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. But Are these pyramid schemes? Pyramid schemes. And I've seen people who are setting up their, quote-unquote, own businesses via these pyramid schemes. And it's just breaking my heart, to be quite frank. It's breaking your heart. Why? Why? Because, to be quite blunt, they're being sold a lie. 
It's true. It's very, very true. And I think that that's what that's the most painful thing. Like you say, there. Obviously, we do this podcast because we're trying to support like young young entrepreneurs and people trying to start out on their own. And I think the problem is you've got all this massive enthusiasm to kind of start your own venture, or kind of live a lifestyle, or have that sort of lifestyle business. And then all of a sudden, like people, the people who are kind of really receptive to this sort of entrepreneurial mm-hmm. lifestyle, suddenly, all of a sudden, they get flooded by these sort of pyramid schemes that open up, and mm-hmm. then you look at the people who are doing them who tend to be kind of young people usually get the one one or two super successful young person Uh who's kind of pursuing it and then it's kind of like you look at their lives and say wait a minute I think that's kind of what I want and that's the kind Mm -hmm. of illusion about entrepreneurship is the person in that flashy car is the person who's basically doing no work and is getting this huge income Mm -hmm. every month and before we go too deep I do want to say as well neither me nor Jem have been involved in any pyramid schemes yeah, that's a good point to make. Um, but so this is only going from our perspective, from what we have seen from other people being involved in pyramid schemes. Our research is limited. Um, again, we have no personal experience of pyramid schemes. But I do have friends, very close friends. My my little sister actually signed up to a pyramid scheme, and she was talking me through like what happened and now the kind of process to it. So I mean, it's just, and then I obviously as a bit of a. Um, but I love to sort of submerse myself in Star Wars. I wanted to find out a little bit more about how they work mm-hmm. and find... And so, yeah, so like Wayne says, we've done a bit of research, but like we say, we have never had sort of first-hand experience doing it, so... No. So, take what we say with a pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to those that are going, oh, what what's a pyramid scheme? Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? Jem, do you want to go with it? Um, yeah, why not? So, pyramid schemes, basically, if you go... Um, if you look online, there's always someone who's kind of like they start off by getting people to go to like an event so people say look are you looking to earn a bit of income on the side or you kind of yeah you want to earn an extra 500 pound a month or whatever it is and basically go to an event and basically what they do you'll go there you'll get like a bit hyped up and then what they do is they basically try to recruit you onto i mean a lot of a lot of those there's so many different products that they sell so some could be selling say changing your digital your tv services um what other ones have you you've um i've seen like products uh, like um, health, health products, products yeah. or uh i know beauty products, products yeah stuff like that and so you'll go to one of these events and they'll be like look you can come on board you can start selling these whatever x product is and um what you'll do is you'll you'll basically have to recruit your own team but in order for you to kind of start that process or they'll kind of, i mean initially they'll probably show you kind of someone who's kind of been doing it for a while the person who's probably running that event is the guy that will kind of be like look look at me i'm on stage now i'm making this much i quit my job whatever else they've now achieved they've got this nice car or <laughs> so they say and so basically they, you see what they've done and you're kind of like actually I want a bit of that and I think a lot of it comes we, we did say earlier kind of it comes from that people aren't happy with the job they're doing and then this this sort of like um, lifeline comes down out of nowhere it's kind of wait a minute I haven't got enough money to pay the bills or I hate my job and I, I heard about this entrepreneurship it seems to be the way forward and so when someone gets this random message or a video or some sort of marketing thing they send you or you come across or a friend's talking about it and you go to one of these events and, and then you get hyped up by the talk and what you can do and what you can like what you can get out of it obviously it's great marketing spiel and they know exactly what buttons to push telling you that look you'll get out of that job you hate here's someone who's younger than you who's done better than you is doing amazing and whatever else and then the biggest catch of all is and what they say is basically look if you want in we're gonna have to take a payment off you so we're gonna need you to maybe put down i don't know if anything from 100 to maybe 500 to a thousand pound initially and basically you're you're in the team and then and then basically 
then it starts and then it's kind of okay now you've got to do some of the hard work and some of that work involves actually like either going around door to door and selling a product or what they usually tend to sort of veer towards is actually you earn more money if you recruit somebody else like yourself so what they'll actually say is look I mean, you can go door to door selling these products here and there, and you'll make a bit of commission, or you'll make your 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 start to make your income. You'll start to build up that sort of pyramid stream of like um, clientele. But what the better thing is to do is actually to find people just like yourself who want a bit of an extra income. They actually teach you to put on these events yourself, and then they actually then get you to go on stage, get a load of people to come into that room, and then basically do the whole process again. So it's kind of like okay, you then get. 10 out of 50 people who come to one of your talks to then sign up who pay 500 pound each to then sign up and then obviously you then get a bit of a cut of that and it's kind of people call them a pyramid scheme because it basically works that way it's like most people kind of like the idea of kind of having that passive income but actually when it comes to it um, a lot of a lot of what you actually be doing is recruiting people to do exactly what you do to then recruit other people and it's not much actually legwork involved or they say look you don't really want to be doing the legwork well they imply there's not a lot of legwork involved well yeah they imply it but what they do say is kind of like well you could go door you could be the guy going door to door selling your selling the product getting people to switch their bills or buying these cosmetics but what you could do if you really want to be faster and earn more money quicker is actually recruit people like yourself so they usually tend to kind of veer people towards making more money by recruitments rather than actual the products Mm -hmm. themselves but then they say if you get a good worker who can sell great door to door then he's a perfect person on your team and then it's kind of like i mean yeah it's 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 very messy it gets quite quite messy and then i mean there's so much more to it and once you've kind of been to one of these events they kind of put regular events on so you're kind of constantly in this hype kind of i don't know you kind of have to keep going back week after week or they like hire out really sort of like glamorous venues as well <laughs> they kind of all wear suits and everyone turns up looking prim and proper and you've always got that one guy who's kind of really doing great for himself and everyone sort of like puts him on a pedestal and says oh that's exactly where i want to be special guest speaker yeah special guest speaker who's turned up he's he's only 19 he's been doing it for this long he's now got his own jag parked outside and and the actual really scary part of it is because they teach you amazing sort of like marketing tactics very black hat marketing tactics sometimes they say look hire a flashy car or hire a make sure that the people that you're looking to recruit see you being very glamorous and I know I know this is crazy but my little sister signed up to one and they were telling her like take photos of yourself in glamorous locations next to big houses next to nice cars make sure that you're dressed really well make sure that people kind of aspire to that lifestyle that you're that you kind of are putting on so that they think you're being super successful and so really if 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 people want to look at to look at you and think that you're doing exactly what they want they're more likely to sign up and pay that 500 pound fee and so it's kind of like it's it's quite sad really because you end up kind of I mean as well a lot of them say like go for your close relatives or friends initially and so you're kind of like bringing your friends into this illusion and I think everyone all gets worked up and I know from my experience my friends and my my little sister who got involved like it took a long while to break them out of that to break Mm -hmm. that illusion yeah yeah and uh it I mean if you if you listen to all of the sort of stuff that's being said about business in general these days particularly with the age of the internet like particularly that black hat marketing stuff that they're coming up with it just seems to go against everything that everybody's saying right now about authenticity transparency and the need to to be a true representation of yourself and it just seems to me to be um 
as you say, an illusion of some sort. Um, and the funny thing is, if you think about it, these guys are teaching you when you sign up to one of these schemes. Uh, they're teaching you how to uh, sell yourself in a dishonest way by selling themselves to you. I'm not saying that maybe that was just one talk that my sister went to, but I don't know if that happens mm-hmm. in all of them, but from that experience, that's what they said. And, um, yeah, I just find it really, really sad, and because, obviously, my little sister had to put, lay down a load of money. I mean, she's a student. She's gone and paid a few hundred quid. I think it was, like, 300 quid or whatever. And then, suddenly, the worst part is is that it kind of uses this sort of... Um, a really psychological bias against you like once as soon as you kind of put down a bit of money on something you automatically have to believe it a bit more it's kind of like you put down your money and then your family and friends know that you've paid for something and then suddenly you have to commit to it because you put the money down and so you feel like oh, actually I've put down 300 pounds so I have to go and recruit somebody even though you kind of know it's not feeling right and I think that's what happens with a lot of people like they they go to these events they make you fill out a form tell you've got like 24 hours to do it and then you go and fill out that form and they say, look, you've got 48 hours to cancel. And it's funny because most people, like I had a friend call me up, like he'd just been to one, came back, said, yeah, I've gave him my card details. And I just spoke him through, like talked him through it. And I didn't really talk him out of it, but he actually, what he needed was someone to actually bounce off what they'd said. And he kind of spoke himself out. He's like, I kind of felt uneasy from the off. Like I felt, it felt wrong the whole time. And I think that's the problem that mm-hmm. sometimes people don't have that straight after they're already thinking, look, I'm trying to get that better lifestyle for my family. I really want to start earning money. I really got to do something that is different to what I'm doing. I hate my job. And so you put down that money, you got all those pressures that people might think, oh, you've paid for something and you're not going to get out of it. And so you feel like you have to go and pursue it. And for me, it just is it's sad to see. And it's not as us two as sort of like people want to like help young people pursue entrepreneurship. It's like, it's, it's not like a good start. It's kind of your first, your first chance of kind of, feeling like you're doing something that's more around your lifestyle or you've got control of and then it's going to go like it could go terribly wrong and that's yeah. my experience with what other people like people who have signed up they've just lost that money yeah and I've and and the main reason which got me started off on this kind of what the hell are these things um was the fact that I was seeing quite a few people on my friends list on Facebook and I apologise if any of you guys are listening, but I feel it's kind of my duty to be honest with this. And if you want to talk to me about it, hit me up on Facebook and I'll talk <laughs> to you about it. That's fine. Um, but a lot of them saying, you know, oh, I'm doing really, really well with my business. And I just seriously had to hold back because I don't want to start an argument on Facebook or whatever and just be like, look, this isn't your business. Mm-hmm. This isn't your business. You haven't created these products. You're selling these products for someone else. It's their business. You're nothing more than an employee. And and the worst part of it is that you've actually paid like a £500 uh, sign-up fee to basically become, I think you put it here, you said, like a a glorified recruitment consultant, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a perfect way of seeing it. It's kind of, that is what you are doing. You're paying to sign up to then have a job that they've kind of given this illusion that it's yours and it's your business and it's you controlling your team and you're going to be a manager, managing all your time. But 
when you really but break a it down. there's a difference it's between the a manager they, and a business owner, right? Yeah, it's the way they frame it, and they they're fucking they're like the greatest marketers. Like they're excellent at marketing because they know exactly what push your buttons. They know the kind of people that actually sign up to these. I think there's like. It's, it's quite sad actually like um, being ethnic minority myself is like they say that the biggest statistics of people that sign up to pyramid schemes are usually ethnic minority and sometimes maybe people might say well that's because they come from I don't know what statistics are I'm not going to make any assumptions but whether that's lower class um, not lower class sort of like living on lower incomes and so maybe that's why you're kind of looking out for that escape and I do feel that sometimes these pyramid schemes are that sort of dangling the lottery ticket and mm-hmm. they play it like that it's kind of the hope that you'll get that big win that quick win yeah. and i think we speak about it all the time like anything you're trying to pursue anything that's worthwhile will take a long while it's never going to come overnight mm-hmm. and that's why and that includes pyramid schemes by the way and that, i mean how many times have your parents said to you like or someone said to you like um uh, you've got to work hard for what you get like you need it takes time it does um, yeah success doesn't happen overnight and stuff like that so it's kind of like it seems that you get into this sort of worked up into this illusion that you actually start ignoring your act. You become super naive or you mm-hmm. become ignorant to mm-hmm. the, the things that are kind of gleaming. Obviously, like if it works so well, why doesn't everybody do mm-hmm. it? Why doesn't everybody, instead of having a job, go and do pyramid schemes or whatever else? And I mean, again, it's only from our own sort of uh, experiences. And, mm-hmm. But everybody I know, and it's quite a few of my friends, because it has been just flying through London, especially, I think... a. I mean, as you say, with the downwards of a recession, a lot of people out of work, it seems to be like the perfect optimal opportunity mm-hmm. for for these um, pyramid schemes on the back of this huge push for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So. And like, I hate to say it as well, these techniques, that these selling techniques, I've experienced, uh, had encounters with a few people that are involved in these, these pyramid schemes. And the selling techniques that they tell you, I hate to say bollocks <laughs> because you can spot it from a fucking mile off that you're being sold to by these people and it's it's, it's that's it like they're not going to teach you amazing skills you're not going to have the same level of personal development that you'd have by setting up a business proper um, I think that's why they kind of usually you kind of sign up and once you sign up you're online you've got these kind of um, online resources and they've set up template emails for you they've set up videos that they mm-hmm. kind of like look just send this video to your friend and put this word in with it and yeah and they kind of just leave it at that yeah and, and you have to think as well if you could basically you've got a choice you can either set up your own business or join one of these pyramid schemes right if you join one of these pyramid schemes who's benefiting from your hard work not mm-hmm. you it's probably not even your your customers and I think the I think the reason as well why if you're somebody who's kind of really wanting to pursue entrepreneurship and obviously a pyramid scheme happens to be the way you you approach it I think that the thing that probably is most most important is the fact that or makes people more inclined to go towards these pyramid schemes is that they kind of show you an outcome. They kind of show you mm-hmm. this is what the best person who's doing it really well does. And I think when it comes to kind of like trying to pursue your own sort of passion or creating a product that you're really sort of um, passionate about the difference is there's no end game there's no gem who has achieved this or there's no Wayne you can't see the 10 years ago away and so again it goes back to the psychology of it because you can't visually see where that person is you kind of undervalue it 
Mm-hmm. Whereas, obviously, these people are really clever in how they market. They kind of show you the best people, and it kind of brings it makes you feel secure and think, well, if that person can do it, yeah, then I can definitely do it too. But like you say, though, you miss out on a huge, massive personal development stuff. Like you're like when it comes down to it, maybe you can earn money, and maybe you can recruit a load of people on your team, and it can like bring you in a half decent bit of money but then you've got to ask yourself like are you, are you passionate about selling cosmetics are you passionate about um selling uh, i don't know changing people's bills for them are you passionate about holding these events where you feel like actually this isn't me i'm not authentic i'm actually just a puppet for this this pyramid scheme that i've signed up to and i think that's what you've got to really connect with on a deeper level because i know I know people who are still doing these pyramid schemes six months, 12 months on, and they still, they've still not made money from it, but in their heads they're saying to themselves, like, I know it's coming, and this is what they told me. They told me that most people drop out, and I'm not going to be that dropout. And so you kind of, it's sort of like a, you, you're so drawn in by them telling you, you know, the successful people are the ones that persevere, and, and you can see it in these people's faces. You can see it that they've invested so much time, they've invested their money into it, they keep investing, like they've got these re- reoccurring fees that you've got to pay on to. And so for me, you can see that it doesn't really connect with people. I don't think, I think maybe the only people that were passionate about these schemes were the people that set them up. And yeah. I think that's it. You're just, you just become that, that puppet for them, mm. really. Well, the, the issue is because uh, a lot of the things that you were saying there about them saying, like, it's all about perseverance, it's all about the long game and things like that. That's stuff you hear about entrepreneurship as well. The difference is that with entrepreneurship, it's your own product, your own service that you're selling you've put the work in it's something you're passionate about if you're passionate about cosmetics for example and a cosmetic pyramid scheme comes your way if you want to do it by all means it take might, it it might be a great it way might... to sort of work that sort yeah. of um the, just see the way that a, a product launches or how way a product works or the branding or how to actually feel confident going door to and selling something to someone mm-hmm. when you think oh yeah just kind of knowing how that business works in itself yeah. that's a great opportunity but just be aware that it's not your business and it's someone else's business and they've sold it to you as if it's your business. They will tell you, you're a local business person. You're a small business. Mm-hmm. And no, you're not. You're an employee that's paid for your job. <laughs> Another thing is, like you say there as well, is kind of this whole, um, once I get there, I'll persevere. I'm going to, once I work through this really shitty bit and the bit that I'm not earning anything, I'll get to that pot of gold at the end. I think the difference with that is that actually for the entrepreneur, the, the actual authentic entrepreneur, the part the journey part is actually really bloody enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually a bit I love and I enjoy and I'm learning. Whereas them guys are kind of like, okay, I've just got to get through this grind. I've just got to crawl through the mud and then I'll get to mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the, I don't know, the lotus leaf at the end of the mud or somewhere. I'm going to mm-hmm. find it in the end or the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's kind of like, right. it's not about that. Exactly. And, and, and if you take us, for example, um, uh, like this, this podcast that I do, the production company I've set up, and my acting business, none of them have been about financial reward. All of them have been because it's something that I'm passionate about and financial reward has come from those because I'm passionate about it. And if you listen to all of the really, 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 really successful entrepreneurs out there, well, not all of them, the vast (laughs) majority of them, one of the key things they'll say that's important to your success is being passionate about what you're doing because that passion is what's going to get you up in the morning, is what's going to get you through the midweek hump, is what's going to get you through working till 2am in the morning because you want to get this thing done um, rather than going, oh, it's five o'clock now, it's dinner time, I'm done for the day um, and stuff like that. It's that passion, which obviously if you're 
working for someone else's business under the guise of an entrepreneur you're not going to have that passion which is one of the key ingredients and if without that you're just going to flounder definitely so i know we've kind of talked a lot about that i, I mm-hmm. don't know whether you wanted to quickly touch on obviously there's lots of ways as i mean pyramid scheme works on the basis that obviously you work down you kind of recruit people on but then there's other things that people might hear about such as like whether uh, i don't know like franchise in the business or maybe affiliates and stuff like mm-hmm. that maybe just quickly touch on the difference between those yeah so um i want to talk about affiliates uh, first of all because i think that's an easier one to go with the thing with affiliates is you are your own business making money from someone else's business which sounds very similar to a pyramid Mm -hmm. scheme but the difference is is that you're not it's not it's not an illusion well kind of you're not initially i think the biggest you're not yeah you're not investing it you're You're not not putting any money you're not investing it and it's only successful if what you currently do aligns Mm. with what the affiliate has to offer right it's a tag on to your business Uh and it actually complements it's not even a tag on it complements it's kind of like we are affiliate with audible and we read a lot of books because it helps us to make Mm. a podcast that helps deliver valuable knowledge hopefully to people and so for us we think well actually if you guys can get a free book through audible then it's it's worth us being connected with them and we'll get a small fee we don't charge for the podcast and that's the difference it's aligned if we went and said okay well I don't know we've got a uh, I don't know face cream (laughs) or something the powerful nonsense face cream coming soon (laughs) yeah something like that and then maybe you'd say wait wait a minute guys this doesn't seem to align with what you're trying to say unless Mm -hmm. it was another young entrepreneur that we've been working with or interviewed who was promoting their product we'd be happy to do something like that yeah but it just really has to align yeah and I think I think that's one of the key differences is because as you say it's aligned so let's say you produce you do a blog about uh, cooking right you could easily put affiliate links for Amazon cookbooks on Mm -hmm. there or Amazon utensils or stuff like that yeah Um, so it's for your audience and it's still something that you're passionate about Um, there was something else that was going to go down that route I thought of another thing franchise oh no that was it Um, also as as you said Jim like it's, it complements what you're doing. Your Amazon affiliates is only going to be a success if your business that you've set up is a success. And only on the basis... You're leveraging your business and, and on to... The, and on the basis that the, the people that only click your links are the people that actually saw the value. So they, if you say this book's great and here's an example of how I've used it and it's worked for me, you've delivered value mm-hmm. and then you've delivered an extra bit of value by making it easier for that other person to yeah. then go and purchase. So let's talk about franchises. Quickly touch on franchises, yeah. So my knowledge of franchises is very limited. Me too. Admittedly. Again, we've never done franchises. Never. We have done affiliates. Um, <laughs> so my understanding of a franchise model versus a pyramid scheme is, yes, it's not your business. It's someone else's business. One famous franchise, which most people, I didn't even realise was a franchise until about three years ago, McDonald's. I knew that was a franchise. That's a franchise model. So it's not big McDonald's HQ going, we're going to set up a McDonald's here. What happens is somebody goes, I want to set up a McDonald's. I've got my location. And then they approach McDonald's and they go, right, here's some money. Give me all of your branding stuff. Give me all of the, all of the food that I need to cook. Yeah. Um, that's all the money for it. Thanks. And then they set it all up and then they get all the profits from that, that mm-hmm. branch. And then they have to pay McDonald's either monthly, yearly or whatever mm-hmm. for all of the stuff that's required for them to run that business. Mm-hmm. So 
the difference with the franchise model is you go in knowing full well it's not your own business. And often the thing that's the difference as well is that McDonald's or these other franchises, not that I like McDonald's, but other sort of um, franchises, they go there and they tell you exactly what the likely like profits are mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They don't kind of just give you a, I don't know, one of these glorified like kids who's kind of done yeah. really well or one person who's doing ridiculous well. They actually say, look, this is what we estimate for you. They kind of, it's much more... I don't know. I haven't really looked at too much paperwork, so no. I guess I'm just making assumptions, but I can imagine it's more detailed and mm-hmm. actually they give you figures and estimates and stuff like that. But again, you're going into it under under no illusion. Mm-hmm. And that's the key difference for me. I think a pyramid scheme could be great if it went down the franchise model. Because mm-hmm. it's very similar. Very, very similar. Except the difference is, is, is to me, it's about honesty and transparency is the main difference. Yeah, and I guess we're probably going to wrap things up now. But for me, I just think that with like a pyramid scheme as well, I think it is... I know this is massive judgment, but I think if you're going for one of these pyramid schemes, I think you seriously lack some sort of self-awareness. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of the time, like you say, it's... Yeah, uh, it's it's harsh to say, but I think it's true. I think it is true. And I think it's because you're kind of saying to yourself, like, first of all, you don't maybe have a job or something that you... What you're doing is not good enough at the moment. And so you're looking for this out or this better or this improvement. But then even in that, you're not even thinking... You're not even taking yourself into account. Mm-hmm. What you're actually saying is you're so short-term thinking that you're looking at this massive reward that they sell mm-hmm. you like anyone who can be like someone waves a gold ticket in your face and you start running after it that's a lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. someone's kind of like molding you to want something that you don't know if you yeah. need it or not and that's what's happening and then what you're actually doing is you're so focused on that gold little ticket that you'll still just end up getting into a, another thing that you dislike and it's like yeah i think you have to be super mindful about it you yeah. have to really go back and say is this a product that I authentic, genuinely feel comfortable about mm-hmm. or am I doing this because I think the money's going to be great? Absolutely. And if I may say so, and I'm possibly coming at this from the fact that I'm a creative, but one of the most fun things about being an entrepreneur is creating your logo, creating your website, creating your brand, creating your products and seeing it grow from just a fledgling idea into something that can actually make you some money. That's you're, you're an me, amazing... Are you telling me that's better than trying to fuck over your friends and family? <laughs> uh, oh, actually, no. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm just going to fuck up my friends and family. And that's usually what happens as well. They tell you to go for your closest re- like closest family and then your family feels guilty not to support you because you've gone and invested in something yeah. and then they were involved and then... Just... Just... That careful. alone... That alone, right? If karma is a thing, right? <laughs> if karma is a thing, think about the amount of negativity you're putting out by approaching your friends and family and intentionally or not guilting them into spending money on these products that you don't even own or haven't even created, right? If karma is a thing, that can't be good. So I think we're going to probably end it there. As you can see, me and Wayne have some serious opinions Mm -hmm. on um, pyramid schemes. But once again, do your own research. Don't take it from us. This is just our opinion. Um, To be honest, every episode we put out is our opinion anyway. But you should be mindful enough to go away and actually think, I'm not going to take what Jim and Wayne say Mm -hmm. as gospel. I'm actually Mm going to put the time in and actually research. And that's what you should do with everything. Question as much. Agreed. Question everything. Go speak. If there is someone being successful, go speak to them and find out how many hours or how many years they had to put in before that happened. Really be inquisitive. Be curious. Like, don't just take things at face value. Agreed. Um, So, before we wrap up. Yep. We need to do our weekly question. Our weekly question, this one, is have you ever been approached to join a pyramid scheme? 
Is that a good question? <laughs> That's a pretty pretty yes or no answer. Yeah, I don't mind, but I just want to see how many, oh, okay. especially yeah. like how All many right. young people have been like, and yeah, maybe how many times have you been approached and, mm-hmm. or do you have any sort of experiences from like your friends or family who've kind of approached you and what have their, their experience be? But, I know for us, I've literally, you come across it all the time. It seems really popular at the moment. And I just think people have to just be super careful because I think a majority of people are, are living in ways that aren't, isn't authentic. And I think when that's happening, I think you're, you're much more likely to be pulled mm-hmm. into these sort of illusions. And please, for the sake of legal reasons and protecting your ass, <laughs> if you are going to hit us up on social media about being approached by pyramid schemes, do not... Don't tell us who they are yeah don't name and shame we don't want to really that's just... more for your protection than it is for us cool that's it yeah that's it so um yeah i hope you i know it's a bit of a different episode but i know it's something that was crossing me and wayne's mind and we know that a lot of young people are getting like yeah pulled into these schemes and my my little sister's been screwed over by through a few hundred quid because of it and she she feels stupid about it and it kind of makes people feel bad and I just think I don't want other people to feel that way. I don't like my sister feeling that way. And so we're just trying to kind of look out for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, Powerful Nonsense Face Cream coming soon. (laughs) See you soon.